<laughs> I told somebody it was weird. I was at work and uh, a gentleman walked past and his his belly was, I mean, huge. <laughs> huge. And I and I whispered, I whispered to my coworker, I was like, look, Motivation. if my if my belly ever gets like that, pull my shirt up and slap the shit out of it. <laughs> right on my stomach. And I, and and there said, you there you have the clip for the week, folks. And I said, Don't don't hesitate. Just pull my shirt up and smack the <laughs> shit out of my stomach. She was cracking up. I'm like, for real. Because that was my motivation. Shit, I, I drank water for lunch that day. Like, That's funny. Hops and Stocks podcast is presented by 100 Spoke Media Group. We encourage our listeners to drink responsibly. Please note, we are not financial advisors. We do not offer or provide financial advice. Welcome back to the Hops and Stocks podcast brought to you by 100 Spoke Media Group. This is episode 52. Yes, Yo, sir. What's up, y'all? What's going on with everybody? Good. Man? It's good. A little discombobulated over here, man. I, I had, the, had the gang at bay while I'm running around Nashville <laughs> thinking that I had another hour before we pod. Changing them time zones will get you, man. Man, and luckily it's, it's coming to an end, man. Closed on the condo. So, oh yeah, congrats, man. Big congrats, time, congrats. Right, man. Yep. Hey, I'll drink to that even before the pot. Oh man, for sure. <laughs> well, I mean, before I'll the review minute. Um, you know, I've 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 spoke about it a little bit on the podcast, man. But it's one of the biggest reliefs of my life to be able to start to once again have some some normalcy to my life and, you know what I'm saying, have a place to call your own and I'm still waiting for some furniture to deliver. So uh, I ain't been able to lay my head there yet, but it's coming. So yeah, that's big time, man. Congrats. Yeah, man. Shout out to the homie B-Dub. He ain't with us tonight, but, you know, I'm yeah. sure he'll be back Shout on out. next Shout week. Factual, factual. Yeah, Everybody else good, that. man? Week's going good? Yeah, I can't complain uh, at all, man. All right. Um, well shit, Blast. Uh usually second on the on the on the bruise. So I'm gonna go ahead and kick it over to you, man. Oh man. Trick of the night, man. I, I didn't even think about that, man. Uh you know, I'm so used to allowing myself to prepare with beat up going first, but right, right. You know, in, in honor of our guy who ain't here, let's talk about it. <laughs> I'm gonna be uh well, sitting I'm gonna talk about man. him, man. I'm gonna talk about him. I knew like, that was coming. <laughs> I knew that was I, actually I knew that was coming. <laughs> Buster, he, like he he likes to get the stuff off of me, man. I'm gonna get some stuff on that little Buster, man. <laughs> anyway, I'm, let me think of some things. Go ahead, Blast. I, I loved uh, the the uh, Instagram with the two of y'all fighting like the boxing dudes. Up, <laughs> I was right. comedy. Man. Hey man, I be having fun with the clips, man. That's why somebody else need to start making them because it just be all me just be having right. jokes, man. Well, man, it's a whole lot of clips in the last one that just came up, man. <laughs> Me and Doug was talking about that before you hopped on. But uh, anyway, I, I think, uh, E, you had at least this brand on the pod before. Tonight I got Oozle Finch. Is that how you say it? Let me see what it, how it looks. They, they out of Fort Monroe, Virginia. Uh, show me the cam work. Um, let me see if you can see that. Oozle Finch. I know I heard this name before, so that's what I'm saying. It's a, a really unique name. That's what I'm. I'm trying to think. How, did I review it? I don't, I don't know if you reviewed this this particular brand, but I uh, this particular can. But I thought you had this brand on one time before. It's possible. 
But anyway, I got a, it's called Use Guys, and it's a New York style cheesecake. And I, I got to be honest, man, I, I did not pay attention to what was in this can. I just saw New York style cheesecake, which is my favorite dessert. So I was like, oh, bet. And so, you know, a little earlier tonight, I started looking at the notes, and this joint says that it is a sour ale. Y'all already know I'm not really a sour guy. Right. Uh, I mean, this is clearly, there's clearly like, I don't know if you can see that, there's clearly like Fruity Pebbles up at the top. <laughs> and then there's, a, there's a Fruity Pebble box on here, too. So the second note says Fruity Pebble cereal. I definitely wouldn't have picked this up. Orange puree, <laughs> lemon puree, cherry puree, cream cheese, and vanilla bean. Mm. So all, all I went with was, you know, the cheesecake. And I was like, oh, bet. <laughs> Now, in fairness, I will say this mug looks delicious. I mean, I poured up probably 20 minutes ago, and it's still holding that head, man. Yeah. That mug looks like a smoothie for real. It's, it smells good. I mean, you can definitely get the the fruity pebbles, and you get, like, all of those puree notes. What they say again? Orange, lemon, cherry. So I'm I'm interested to get into it. We're going to see. Man, people love fruity pebbles. That's what I'm saying. But I know that sour might get you. Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> He loves it. Wow. 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 That's a five, baby. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that is Dang. a five. That Off the first five. sip? Off the first sip, bro. I mean, you're getting all of that frothy goodness, man. And just really, I mean, there's a there's a tad bit of sour, but it's all sweet. Mm. Oozle Fitch. I'm going to have to check for that joint. Woo. Yeah. That's it, man. That's a five, baby. It, I mean, so it it, it nails because it, it had a lot going on. Let me see. You definitely get the fruity pebble. Um the orange puree. You 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 definitely get in the lemon for sure. The orange and the cherry probably all blend together to make it kind of taste like a sherbet. So okay. uh you you're getting kind of the creaminess of a sherbet, uh, which is probably where that froth comes from. When I was pouring it, it was pretty thick too. Um and then the cream cheese and the vanilla bean are probably combining together too to to give it a little bit of that creamy taste. So yeah, I would say they nailed the notes. I mean, except for I don't know. I guess the lemon probably gives it just a, a small bit of sour, but it definitely ain't you know one of them sours that hits you back here. That mug is delicious, man. Man, I'm, I'm kind of envious. Like I, I kind of want to reach through and, and grab a sip. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely, <laughs> I'm definitely heading back to the HH ASAP and copy. So you got that from HH. Yeah, yeah, I got this from HH for sure. I'm, I'm really eat. I, I bought it off the strength of the cheesecake, and then I saw the name Oozle Finch, and I, I'm pretty sure that I, I heard you talk about that brand before. And then with it being in Virginia, I was like, oh yeah, so maybe it's. You know, something you bought back with you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a good chance that I that I've had them because I, every time I go there, I try to try their local stuff. Um, I had to go back through some of my photos and stuff and see if I let me, let me give y'all the stats too. My bad. I was blown away by the flavor. Uh, Six point four five ALC. Um, I can't remember. I think that. Oh, you know what? I I feel like this can might have cost me about six. Okay. I have to see if I can go back and and figure that out, but. But yeah, What's up, man. Jamie? Ozo Finch cheesecake. Greetings, gentlemen. Hey, hey, hey. We're finishing our first review. You, yeah. You, welcome, welcome, just to listen in, or if you have something you drinking, you next. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, okay. 
Yeah. Jamie, you missed out on this uh, five mug, which is our highest rating. Oozle Finch, uh, used guys, New York style cheesecake. Absolutely. Oh, wow. Yeah, absolutely delicious. And, and Sounds I, complicated. They, they had a lot of flavors going on, but they did a good job. Okay. Before I get out of here, fellas, uh, I just wanted to toot my own horn. You know, B-Dub ain't the only cat that gets the free merch. Shout out to Mad Free. <laughs> and uh, our homegirl at the HH, she uh, hooked me up with this yesterday. These joints don't come out till Friday. Uh, Mad Tree is pumping up their Zeigler Fest, September 10th. We might fall through. Again, shout out Mad Tree. Shout out to uh, Country Fresh Market. Market. Yeah, there it is. I got to start networking harder, man. I don't <laughs> think I, I ain't got no gifts. Listen, man, I go to that same HH and they ain't, they ain't never gave me anything like that. <laughs> they, they have a, they got a tasting. Mad Tree going to be in the house on Friday, she said. So you she'll know, come up to me. She'll come up to me like, you hop some stocks. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> the end. Nothing, period. Nothing. nothing else. Right. Nothing after that. <laughs> nothing else. I'm like, okay. You, you got to get in there more, man. I'm like, I'm gonna say my my name is William Diggs. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll go next, man. No, man. Don't be trying to use my credentials like he did earlier this week. Right. <laughs> you look, I have a poster. Yeah, man. <laughs> that's, what, that's what he does, man. He likes to coach people's person. Uh, people and stuff, man. Hey, man, I am the marketing department, man. <laughs> I got a, I got a, a listerman, man. It says "Still I Rise." That's the name of this beer. I believe it was in tribute to um, Maya Angelou, right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, "Still I Rise." That's a dope artwork, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah that does look sweet. Yeah, I think it dropped during Women's History Month, if I'm not mistaken. So that's how long I've had it, <laughs> and in honor of our esteemed guest, absolutely. Um, I can't read. I can't, I can't see with my glasses on. Man. Oh my god! Don't hype me up to let me down, though. Don't do that. So blueberry lemon bar kettle sour. That's what it is. A blueberry lemon bar. I, I don't like sours. I'm gonna try. It. I'm gonna try it anyway. Hey, ho hopefully you got good luck like I did, man. Well, the first one I, I picked, Blast said he already reviewed it. That was a uh, UA peach. Yeah, uh, peach nectaron IPA juicy drop. It's sitting over there. I can't drink all that because that, that looks fattening, man. Like these beers are so <laughs> fattening. But let me let me taste this one. Oh uh, yeah, I like the color on that. Oh man, yeah. It's okay, man. The blueberry, the blueberry sticks out more than the lemon. How's the sourness? The sour is there. <laughs> is it? Yeah, is, it there, really is it there in a good way? Or is it there because you don't like it? Is there? Like sours. And you know what? You make a good point. It's the sour, and that's what they were supposed to do. They made the sour. Um, it's not. It's my fault for grabbing it. Not their fault. But sometimes you get lucky, and the sours aren't that sour. Yeah. This one's sour. I, I would have to get some sugar and, and put in this one. I feel. I feel like Blast was taunting you with his when you was talking about sour. He pulled it up to his mouth, man. Like right. I'm just like my mine might not even make it through the beer portion of the show. Yeah, you getting you getting every bit of that sour. But some people like it, man. Like you know. I, we got some homeboys who prefer a sour taste, and yeah, I think he he likes the heavy sour. Well, look, I can't I can't take off points <laughs> for them doing what they were supposed to do. I, I'm gonna give it a four, and I'm gonna get some uh, some sugar and put it in it and, and finish it. <laughs> <laughs> 
too, much too sour for me, but I'm going to go back to this one. This one's good, though. <laughs> what, do, what do you give that? I can't remember what I rated that one. This is an IPA. Um, this is 7.5%. I'm not sure if I gave you the, the stats on the other one. No, nah, you didn't. You was ready to switch over so quick. I gave that. I threw that can down, like, still I ride. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, man, you disrespecting the still I ride. He right. definitely just killed the whole thing. Right. 6.9. He like, still I put down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like in down. honor of the guests in women history and women. And, man, yeah. yeah. It's a four. <laughs> that was that was by accident. I, you know, I, Like I said, I had one beer. I had to go back over to the, the bar and grab another one. Uh, it's a four. You know, still I put down. <laughs> still I disrespect. Hey, still I still I drink something else. <laughs> it's a four. But you know what, Jamie? A four is not bad. You know, which one was four? Still I rise. Still I rise is a four because, I mean, our guest came with some wisdom. It did what it was supposed to do. It's a sour. I taste the blueberry. I get the lemon. The note smells okay. It's just too sour. It is what it is. It's a four. Still, I rise. <laughs> As you drink, <laughs> As I drink something. All right. Else. I'm going <laughs> to round out this uh this beer portion. I got this beer from New Heights. Uh, New Heights is local here to Nashville. And this is called Mess Cali Blues. Um, this is a sour ale, barrel aged, 17 months, and finished on oak, on smoked oak, staged with pineapple and habaneros. Um, so mezcal for those who, <laughs> yeah, I should have saw Jamie's face when you said habaneros. Oh, it's not. It, it's a little spicy. I'm, I'm gonna get into the into the notes, but mezcal. I got into mezcal um, a few years, not a few years, probably. I think, yeah, I guess it was a few years back, uh, like 2020. I had went to Cabo, and I started drinking mezcal, and to me, it was like the the tequila bourbon because it had the, the them smoky notes. Okay. And so I really dig mezcal. Um, so I was excited to try this one. Uh, you can see the color, your typical kind of apple juice looking color. Um, the nose, you can smell a little pineapple. You get, you actually get a little smoke on the nose, uh, but the taste is really distinct. Um, it's, you get the pineapple, you get the habaneros. It's not overly spicy. It just gives you that little, that little ting right here. There's just a little zing zing in the back of the neck. Um, I like it. It's not overly boozy. You can smell the mezcal. I'm gonna get this. Uh, I'm gonna get this joint four and a quarter. It's it's unique. I don't have anything else to compare it to. Um, so I'm a, like I said, I'm a, I'm just rated off of my own taste. Um, I'm gonna give it four and a quarter. Like I said, I, I like it. I don't know if it's something that I would sit around and drink multiples of. Um, I mean, this would probably be like one and done for the night. But you're starting to feel like like heat down in your belly. <laughs> what what's, what style is it? Uh, it's a sour. Sour. Okay. Damn, we we had a three sours tonight. Yeah. It's crazy. Sour ale barrel aged, 17 months. It doesn't say which mezcal barrel they used. Um, I actually would be interested to know, but it's like I said, it's unique. Um, I would definitely buy it again. <clears throat> Excuse me, seven point four on the ABV, so it got a little punch to it. Mm -hmm. um, once again, New Heights Mescali Blues out of 
right out of here in Nashville. Um, so that's you, the you said, you said it did hit the notes. Yeah, it, it hits the notes. Um, which is there's only a few notes. It's just that that mezcal flavor, pineapple and habaneros, and it's it's nailing all three. Um, like I said, four and a quarter. Do you mess with New Heights uh, a lot? I don't, I don't think I've ever heard of that one before. So New Heights, um, they're known for, they have this, uh, is it called, I want to say it's called Gavel something. Um, they have a really good, a really good stout. Um, and it's usually, any bar that you go to usually has New Heights on on draft. Uh, they're fairly prop, they're fairly popular. Um, like I said, they, they do stouts well. Um, I haven't had a lot of new heights, uh, and I probably need to make it over there. It's right off off the highway. Um, and go check it out and familiarize myself with with more of their offerings. But when you see them, like like their cans are usually really distinct, uh, and their their artwork stands out most times. I just me when I'm doing local, and I, I actually I need to expand that. Like Southern Grist and, and Bearded Iris. It's kind of hard to get away from them, man, because they yeah. they just do what they do really well. Uh, but I need to expand my my palate and my horizons and start checking out some of the other breweries, which I have. I just don't feel like I've reviewed that that many Nashville breweries on on the pod. Yeah. Now, Jamie, I just seen something go to your yeah, mouth. man. I, I saw strong. that too. I caught that strong. too. <laughs> it looked like one of the things y'all like. Item simple. Uh, yeah, you you, you muted. You're muted. Sorry. <laughs> I don't even want my circus in the background. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you got you to give us a review of that joint. Yeah. Like, fellas have so, had those. I, I haven't had all, them yet. So, first of all, I've always been a martini person, and lemon drops are my absolute favorite. So, when you talk about sours, I'm giving sours tens all across the board all the time. <laughs> okay. So, I don't know if my review. Now, lemon drops, I've had lemon drops, and they're. They they're still kind of sweet though. I mean, they're very sweet. Uh, they are very very sweet. I can put they're, I can put I can put a couple of lemon drops in this to make it taste better. <laughs> you are really you are. I'm gonna need you to take one for the team for the or on the still I rise. I mean, don't be offended by it. But you, you know, to, to to Doug's point, when you get a sour and it and lemon is one of the notes, the mugs do be <laughs> extra sour. <laughs> <laughs> they be extra sour, especially uh, you they usually a, balance them out though. Lemon is a, a sour note, especially in a lot of times because blueberry doesn't overpower the lemon. And a no, lot of because people, blueberries are sour too, though. Yeah, they're you know a little they, they ain't always balanced. sweet. Yeah, they gotta let them age a little bit. By the time <laughs> I eat my blueberries, them are sugar. Yeah, you gotta let them rot, basically. So <laughs> wait, what's, what's the highest on the rig? So we you got a uh, five stars, that? five months, yeah, five. This is five stars on the taste, but oh, okay. it's only five percent on the, you know. That ain't bad. That's right. After about eight of them, no. So you get the eight. <laughs> Wait a minute. After about eight, and how many? It's nineteen carbs in each one of these. Mm. Eighteen grams of sugar. So you you talking yeah. about about eight and about three pounds? <laughs> so I um I I bought uh well they come in twelve pack. I bought a twelve pack, and then I think I bought um our other pod mate beat up a 12 pack and I drank one and I was like oh damn it's kind of good and I was like eh let me look at the the back of the nutritional value I was like yeah I'm only drinking one <laughs> it's like 18 grams that 18 grams of sugar just like scares me it was like nah I'm good hey man full it's transparency it's definitely giving an extra 
it's giving extra 30 to 45 minutes on whatever your cardio is vibes. I'm, 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 yeah. Yeah. And see, Definitely you, you hit, giving that. You, you hit the gym hard, but I'm going to tell you what I do to avoid having to go harder <laughs> in the gym. I pour out eight ounces and I just drink a serving, eight ounce serving. And, and, and full transparency, y'all, I've been, I've been throwing beers away. Like I haven't been drinking all my beers. I've been taking eight ounces. Sipping huh? it. Yeah, You've man. You've been doing the actual serving, right? I've been doing the serving because I, I, I've noticed a difference in drinking these these craft beers, man. How how it puts on you. <laughs> I'm actually done for the night. I've had my <laughs> eight ounces. ounces. I mean, well, a lot of people here. don't look look. So a lot of people don't know that on the back of these um these nutrition facts, they are look at the medical person in me. So the nutrition facts always tell you the nutritional value of eight ounces. Yeah. You have to look beyond that to say. Is two point five servings, but these yeah. the nutritional yeah. facts are for one serving. Yeah. People don't know that, so you think you eating that bag of chips? It's like it's only a hundred calories. It's like it's two and a half to three and a half servings in the bag. Uh, yeah, exactly. You yeah. gotta have like ten chips, then you got some bag away. <laughs> Man, yeah. before, before we get down the road, let's let's properly introduce you, Jamie. Um, we want to we- welcome Jamie Phillips to the podcast. She is the owner of Jamie Kenyatta Enterprises. Uh, also in the medical field, correct? Yes. I am a family nurse practitioner by trade. All right. We want to welcome you to the podcast. Appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having yeah. me. Hey, Jamie, I know I had you booked probably before summertime, and you started going on your worldwide excursions. To you Greece are not going like to let me live down. <laughs> but you know what? You had to do you and we had to do us. But now we, I'm glad for you. Uh, I'm glad you're back home with us. I'm glad we got well, you. I back. appreciate it. I was wondering yeah. when the cool kids was going to call me. I, yeah. Now, I mean, now we like your support put it too. on my resume. I'm a cool kid. <laughs> Y'all been, you, you just been putting me on the back burner. That's it. Hey, hop some stocks. We got some t-shirts coming out. We're going to make sure you got a t-shirt. <laughs> See what I'm saying? You don't you don't did you don't did the still our rise on me like yeah I'm gonna still get at him. Well that was accurate, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean you, you uh you was talking about your servings. You wasn't gonna drink a full eight ounces of still our rise anyway. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't. And it's costing me money, man, because you know these beers ain't cheap just to be true. You, know, you know what you should do? Uh and I don't know how, how well they would hold over. It kind of worked for champagne for about a day. Get them wine stoppers and then just yeah. get a bottle, pour them into a like a and pull the air. At the, yeah, yeah, that just, might work. Yeah, it might. I, I don't know, but I got a couple of mason jars. They seem to hold hold over pretty well. Okay, yeah. you know, you, you know, you lose you oh, lose a little idea. bit of you lose a little bit of it, but you know, it's still. Yeah, that's a good idea. Good old mason jars. Yeah, I know the wine stoppers with the with the pump like. That, that pulls that, yeah. Pulls the air so out. Are, how am I going to do that with a, a can? No, nah, that's what I'm saying. He you said pour it in the bottle. Transfer it oh. to some type of bottle and then put the wine stopper in there and then you use the aerator to pull the air out. Or you could just finish all 16. <laughs> man up. Both servings. <laughs> man up, man. And I see my face getting wider and wider every time we're on podcast. <laughs> 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 but, you know, again, we, we're glad to have you. I mean, your resume is, is astonishing as far as uh, your credentials. I, I know you got started in, in um, well, I read that you, you're kind of like a legacy healthcare, like your your mom and grandma have. Yeah. So my grandmother, yeah, my grandmother, the late, great Annabelle Fields, um, she was one of the uh, absolute first African-American nurses that they led into the military. 
Wow. Wow. Uh, wow. So it's kind of in my blood. Servitude is in my blood. Service is in my blood. Believe it or not, uh, I tried to run from it because everybody was like, your mom's a nurse, your grandma's a nurse. You gonna be? I'm like, no. But I ended up doing it. Um, and I love it. Don't get me wrong. I love caring for people. I love serving. I love health care. I love it all. But my grandmother was um, one of the af- absolute first. They had four women. Uh, she was one. They have actually have this. They used. I don't know if it's still down there, but they had this whole exhibit of her at Bethune Cookman College that we never really knew about until a student that lived here went there and came and told us. We wow. never. Knew, you know what I mean? When somebody's your your family, you think, oh, that's just grandma. You don't think of her being yeah. history. You yeah. don't think of her being a legacy. You don't think of her. And she didn't pass until 2016. In 2016, she was 102. Like wow. she talked to us. She talked to us up until she took her last breath. Her body shut down. Her mind never did. Wow. And so all yeah, that so, all that wisdom. Yeah, she's history. So of course, when our good old uh, Mr. Uh, Obama got in office, she she was. It was something else to her. We all we all filmed it. She just cried and cried and cried because she was like, "I never in my years like we have yeah. this." She was born in 1915. So we literally, her mother had her at 40. And her mom had died of appendicitis. And so her 20-year-old, her sister was 20 years older than her, kind of raised her. But then her sister died at 40. And that's what led her to even go into the military. Because at that point, all the family she had known was gone. And But we have a picture that we preserved of her that um, uh, we we had it preserved. And it's in a box that we keep for her. But it's a picture, believe it, of her and the daughter of a slave master together. Wow. Her grandmother was a house slave, and she was allowed in the house to play with the daughter, believe it or not. And we got a picture. Yeah, that's crazy, huh? That was crazy. Cray, cray. And so my mom's a nurse as well. She's a uh, nurse specialist. She has a master's degree as well. She's the one that helps me at the urgent care. So, um, yeah, I don't know so, if my baby will be one. But. I'm, I don't want to monopolize, but talk about that. You're the first. Oh. Oh, yeah, so- yeah, yeah. Don't let her, don't let her slide. Yeah. Oh, there was a whole lot of hurt. first when I was reading. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, I mean, you only have to say uh, the first African American owner of an urgent care female. First African American female owned and operated urgent care. I thought it was the city, uh, but people said yeah, the state. Hey, they I'm gonna drink it out. I'm gonna drink a sour to that. Cheers. Uh, to that. cheers. Drink an ounce. <laughs> hey, still I rise. <laughs> still I rise. I, I grabbed the right one. Still I rise. So, yes, it's over on the west side of the city. Okay. It has been quite the challenge, but it, it's been a blessing, too. It's been a blessing. I, you know, a lot of times in entrepreneurship, people, you know, when you start your own business, people think, oh, you're getting it, you're getting it, you're getting it. I'm like, uh, no. I took like an $85,000 pay cut when I opened it up. Wow. And um, to me, <laughs> look, right. Yeah. And to me, at the time, it was. Not sure it would have been opened up on my watch. <laughs> <laughs> well, and to me. I know, right? It's right. me. I, I would have had both. Like, I would, I would have stayed in both. You know what I mean? Listen, or, or the I, or my cost would have really been exorbitant. Like, if you coming to me, man, like <laughs> a thousand for a checkup. <laughs> so, and the way that is the sad part. The sad part is, and and um, it was it was not only eighty thousand, eighty five thousand dollar pay cut. Like, I literally had to take my own. I cleaned out my own savings account to start it. Because nobody wanted to be bothered. No loan, no banks were giving loans. They didn't want to bet on me. They didn't want to. Yeah. And I was just like, whatever. I, at this point, I'm like, if I can make y'all that much money, I can surely start my own legacy. And you know, it sucks when you're the person that has to start the legacy as opposed to being that silver spoon person. 
Yeah. I'm always teasing my mom. I'm like, why couldn't you marry somebody rich? And they just built it and be like, go ahead on. Yeah. Well, I got to be the one to start it. You know what I mean? Because it's the brick and mortar part of it is tough. But um, I will say I get the gratification out of seeing my people, out of educating my people and out of um, catering our catering care plans to our people. Because, you know, it's tough when you go to a, um, a Caucasian doctor and they're like, oh, you got high blood pressure, just take these pills. And it's like, uh, what do you mean? And a lot of times we're taught all the time to believe our doctors and believe our healthcare providers and trust what they say because they know what's best for us. When in fact, the the uh, my motto is that anything you diagnose with in adulthood, you can reverse it. That's anything. I don't care what it is. Now, if you're diagnosed with it at birth, that's different because nine times out of 10 is genetic. But when you're talking anything you can, you, you're diagnosed with in adulthood, it can be reversed. Now, it takes lifestyle changes, dietary changes, those kind of things. But it can be reversed. And a lot of times we as um, African-Americans, we we take the pills and we just keep on about our lives. And we take the diabetes medication and we take the high blood pressure medication. And next year we come back, we then gained a few pounds. The pressure's still up. They're like, well, let's increase the medication. It's, we never add, we never, um, we never tap into the power and the authority that we have to question even the medical profession. It's almost like when the doctor tells you something, you listen to it, that's it, no questions. Because we so used to saying, when they come in and explain, it's like, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if we ask you to regurgitate what we said, you can't. Yeah. So, so you, you're making decisions based off of your life, your livelihood, yeah. and those you would be leaving behind if something were to happen based off of a limited understanding because in your mind you didn't want to be, uh, you didn't want to be looked at by the doctor as stupid when you didn't know what he said. When in fact, if you were to tell him, what it was you did for a living, he wouldn't be able to regurgitate it. You get what I'm saying? We all, when we yeah, stay in our sense. lanes, of course, it seems it seems uh, tough. But if you in your lane and I'm in my lane, and I, if you ask me to come and do what you do, I'm like, what? Just like I can't come and ask you to do what I do. You know what I mean? So I, if I don't, if I don't do anything, I tell everybody. Whenever somebody, whenever a doctor tells you something, before you let them leave the room, you say, wait a minute. Now let me tell you back what I just heard you say. And if you regurgitate and they say no, then you say, explain it to me again. And you make sure you have a clear understanding. I've seen so many of us make so many um, decisions based off of our life, our health, and what we're going to do based off of a limited understanding that we told the care provider we fully understood. I, I feel like you're talking to me, man, for <laughs> real. I mean, because the doctors say, you know, did your mom have high blood pressure? Yes, doctor. Did your dad have high blood pressure? Yeah, doctor, they did. And it's all—it's almost like, well, hey, brother, you—you you got high blood pressure because your parents yeah. had. You know what I mean? That's—that's—that's that's, that's what we're fed by, like you said, the the medical industry. If your parents were that, then it's like you know, you you just wrapped up, and that's that's what that's what it's going to be. And well, saying, remember, our parents do what they did based off of their knowledge. So first of all, us as black people, what were we taught? Don't get up from the table until you what? Finish all your food. Your plate. There you go. We yeah. have been programmed to eat until we almost burst. You get what I'm saying? We're also programmed based off of eating everything that mama cooked, no matter what her grandma cooked it in. Right. I am not an advocate for taking away what's good, what's greasy, what's sweet. I'm an advocate for eating just enough of it. We've always been taught to eat until we get ready to burst. And that's what leads to obesity. You just, you you know what I mean? That's just like when you open a candy bar, you're like, shoot, let me finish. How many people open up a bag of chips and you eat 
just enough to wet the whistle, and then you ball it back up. You thought you finished the bag off, throw the bag in the garbage. Right. <laughs> now you ain't really hungry. You're like, I'm going to just eat these chips before we go to dinner. Now you get to dinner, you order your food, you really ain't hungry, but now you're trying to eat it all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's even programmed in us that even if we take a to-go box, what we do, first thing we get home, the ride home might be 20 minutes. We throw that shit <laughs> in the microwave and we like, let me finish it off. <laughs> let me finish it off. You know I, I, I mean? will say for me, like when I go to restaurants to have like humongous portions, I ask for a box right away and cut it in half because it's That's like they, it, you will sit there. I mean, if it's in front of you, you're going to eat it. Yeah. So like, hey, yeah. When they bring like the seven pound burrito, hey, yo, cut this joint in half, box this. I'm going to eat this and save the rest for later. Um, because the servings, when you look at uh, like I weigh my food and when you okay. look at what real servings are, Real servings, and they always say it like you can gauge a serving by the palm of your hand. But we we not taught that. We taught you know what I'm saying the the sixteen ounce steak. You know what I'm saying globs of mashed potatoes. But actual servings is really really small, and you feel a lot better when you when you're eating actual servings versus yeah. what they put in front of you. There you go. And the other thing is, is it does something mental to us. Um, so I, that's a good practice cutting it in half because even if you take half of everything that's on your plate when they drop it down and you put it in the box and close the box, it's out of sight, out of mind. So then when you eat everything on your plate, your mind says we're done. So you're done. You know what I mean? You don't go picking in the box and you you don't open that styrofoam box up and you taking that fork in there. You like, eh, set it off to the side. Now I feel like I've eaten, remember? Now it's, now it's, it's satisfying that don't get up till you finish everything. True, and you're and it's yeah. out of sight, out of mind. You get what I'm saying? So that's a good practice. That's a good practice. But you're right, though. It's the, it's the habits that we're taught from childhood. You know what I mean? My mom to this day, to this day, we would eat, and she would have, she would have a little leftover, and she'll slide it over to me. I'm like, Mom, look, I'm cool. Like, why, <laughs> why you trying to make me so fat? You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm good. She's like, Oh, finish that for me. I'm like, Damn. <laughs> Fat kids aren't fat because their parents are fat. Fat kids are fat because the parents are feeding them what they eating. Yeah. But who in America making two different meals? You get what I'm saying? Man, I'm going to make me some greasy chicken, but I'm going to bake yours, honey. No, nobody's doing yeah. that. No, you're right. You know what I mean? And then, like you said, you got mothers who are raising sons, and it's like, well, what we don't eat, we're going to shovel off you. We're going to feed you. We're going to fatten you up. We're going to get right. you this. And that's how it is. That's <laughs> If she don't know, I don't be doing no cardio. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I do. I, I get a little cardio in. But, yeah, I mean, thanks for making that point. You know, that, I think that brings that bring, excuse me, that brings it home as far as, you know, just the, the family generational type things that you have to start thinking about. And even with my children, I think about it. Like when I when I say, you know, serving size, they, they hear those words and they'll be able to, you know, take it to their, their children. Like, okay, serving size. I, I remember hearing that growing up. I ain't hear no service signs growing up. You know, there was no nah, words yeah, like that. thing. No, nah, yeah. my, my grandmother would always ask me, did you get enough? Did you get enough? Like, Oh, yeah. Or if you go over there and visit, there was always just food available. Yeah, they got to they gotta feed you. Yeah, yeah. they got to feed you. It's like always food available. Like there's always something on the stove. And yeah. it's like, I'm not even. Well, if you think about it, that's a reversal of black trauma, you know, making sure yes. you're taken care of. You know what I mean? So I, I get it. Like, you know. At one point, you know, you don't know what the next meal was going to be. But now True, yeah. it's plentiful. So, you know, eat up. You know what I mean? Be fat, be married. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it starts tapping into the psyche, though, because then we as black people start finding comfort in food. 
And then when you get into even women, um, where we have this emotional attachment to food. And you wonder why when you were the popular girl in school and on the cheer squad and in sports, you was 36, 24, 36, you had three, four kids. <laughs> that's the problem. Cause I, that's my issue with black women. You know what I mean? I, and I don't get me wrong. I ain't telling y'all nothing I ain't told them. I, that is my issue with black women. We have a terrible habit of thinking in our thirties and forties and fifties that we still looking like we looked in our teens and twenties. <laughs> I, I don't want no blowback, so I ain't going to agree with you. Huh? I don't want no blowback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to agree. Then don't with agree. You. you ain't got to. I'm speaking as a woman. I'm speaking as a black woman. I'm speaking as a black woman that is definitely that, that 20, 25, 30 pounds bigger than what I was in high school and in college. But it's, it's not about being the same size you were then. It's about keeping it in proportion. You get what I'm saying? That there's a difference in a woman who recognizes that I picked up weight and the woman that says, I'm still thing without working out. And I had these three, four kids and I still got it. And then you got the nerve to be mad at the dude to go with the white girl that's in there squatting five days a week oh, and getting it together. So that's I think, another I think we need to, to say the views of Jamie Kenyatta are not necessarily the views <laughs> of the hot But, she, but, but hey. she, you know what? I'm not, I'm, I'm you playing. Ain't, you ain't got to agree. You ain't nah, got to agree. I'm going to shoot you some bail because I, I have this conversation all the time with, with, with friends, it's just like when I'm in the gym, I don't see a lot of people that look like me. You know what I mean? And it's just like we got to get more conscious about being healthy and working out and not worrying about. I mean, I, I get it. Y'all spend $100, $200 on your hair, but get a style that's conducive to working out because you have to. Like you can be fly as hell with a $200 hairstyle, but if you're hanging all out of your clothes, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like well, that's because there's an easy way. You don't see a lot of people. You don't see a lot of people in Planet Fitness looking like you, but you see a lot of people in Dr. Miami's waiting area looking like you. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we got two Charlemagne's on the on the show right now. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just hey, saying. Don't give but, me, and I'm not hating. But it's the I'm, it's the I'm also the, it's the industry of clothing. Like, stop making clothes that. Well, you know what? Let me shut up. No, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm gonna reel the show back in. I'm gonna yeah. reel it back in. Reel it back in. Reel it back in. I'm I'm going to see if we can talk to Doctor. <laughs> Jamie, uh, <laughs> about uh, some of these many other words that are on this resume. I mean, too many to too many to speak. Like, there are so many things right in this blurb: educational, public speaking, ministry, business coaching, mentoring needs. It goes on and on. Talk to us about uh, some of the other hats that you wear. Oh boy! Uh, so I'm a nurse, right? Like I said, I'm a nurse practitioner by trade. I'm a mommy before I'm anything, believe it or not. Um, I'm a woman. I'm a divorcee. I am. Um, so there's some what? there's some uh, experience behind everything that I do. So when it comes to even ministry, everybody knows I'm church girl through and through, hands down. Um, I I love hanging out and having some of this, but I love me some of the Lord definitely as well. And so um, believe it or not, um, even in ministry, I do a lot of, I've slowed down a whole lot. My ENT doctors put me on rest, but I used to do a lot of ministry as far as singing and speaking um, in different places. And the funny thing is when people would call me, I'd be like, honey, my life ain't perfect. Like, don't, you don't want me standing up there. And they would say, no, that's what we need. A lot of, a lot of churches are getting into the, uh, the essence of people being real in ministry. Like yeah. you have to live life regardless. You know what I mean? Um, so as far as, 
Oh, business mentoring. I have a few nurse practitioners that I've actually helped uh, get their stuff going. They their entrepreneurship going in the form of them being uh, independent nurse practitioners, and I am very, 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 very proud of that. Uh, as far as that goes, I mean, I don't. I, I, I do. I got a bunch of hats. I don't even know where to start. I don't know. <laughs> well, that was I don't good. know what the. You know what I mean? I'm, I, I am what I need to be at the time. Okay. That makes we can, sense. We can transition off of that about, you were talking about, <clears throat> excuse me, helping nurse practitioners get their own thing going. Uh, I read in your bio that you have a book releasing. No, well, I guess you already came out, right? No, it's well, it's still in the works. I was, okay. I started, I pulled it back. It's coming. You dropping the inside info, E. No, it was already. Right. It's, it's, it's said 2022 summer. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I am. I, it's, it's in the works. Okay. I pulled it back to add some more. Ain't that crazy? Well, oh yeah. <laughs> more chapters. Yeah, a little bit. Talking about how you just need to stop eating and, and stop wearing those clothes in, in the club <laughs> <laughs> if they don't fit. <laughs> See, you got to wear. You got to reel it back in. Don't tell it, Don't let me get on my tangent. <laughs> oh, I want you to get back on that. That was that was fun. <laughs> But overall, seriously, I'm a huge um, African-American advocate. I'm a huge community advocate. I'm a huge um, making sure Black people are in the know advocate when it comes to our health care, the questions we need to be asking, the questions we are allowed to ask, and the questions we should be asking. So, because um, a lot of times, like I said, there are so many people that just we 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 good at looking stuff up on Google, but we not good about researching how it affects us. Yeah. So so being a business owner, what's a day? Uh, what does Jamie's day look like on a daily basis? You froze. Really? I'm about you to say she froze, and that so, look is going to be burned. <laughs> Did it unfreeze? Yeah, it was like, okay. yeah, it's a good thing. It's a good thing you unfroze. So I wake up every morning at 5 a.m. At 5 a.m. Not that face. Y'all's face is like. So I wake I'm, I'm 45 minutes after you, so I, I know. Okay, I wake up every morning at 5 a.m. And I, you, I, I pray. I, I read the scripture. I do my little meditation. Uh, do my talking to the Lord. And uh, on my longer days, I'll jump on on that Peloton. And I ride that bike. I do 30 minutes on there. And then after that, I wake the kids up. I actually have a, I have a six-year-old of my own, but I have a my 10-year-old and my 14-year-old niece that are living with me now, too. So y'all can imagine how that is on the timing in the morning. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's, it's a lot of women in this house to get ready. And so uh, usually by the time everybody's up, dressed, fed, and ready to walk out the door, we walk out of this door at 7. I get everybody to school. Now, if uh, I don't get on the bike at 530, I'll go to the gym right after I take them to school. I come home, get myself dressed, get on the work. I'm at work. I get off. I had to pick up the 60-year-old. I had to pick up the 10-year-old, pick up the 14-year-old after her volleyball practice. We get home. Everybody do homework. Well, I want you to talk about work. Like, what, what, what does the work scene look like? I mean, oh, work scene. I Oh, honey. Y'all uh, y'all really want to know what I see at work? So, <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, maybe. My <laughs> <I> car- <laughs> So my current urgent care sits in a um, plaza, like a strip mall, and it uh, 
It is literally at the other end of uh, Covedale Clinic, which is a methadone clinic. So I get a lot of those patients that come in as okay. walk-ins. And those are more of your, they have boils that I got to cut open. and See. But that's because they, they shooting up and missing. <laughs> and so I get, um, don't get me wrong, but my, my proudest moments are the moments where um, I, I have a young woman that comes in who, oh, nobody has been able to help me. I've been here and here and here and here and here. And then I take the time to actually listen. That's the one thing. If, like, if you look at the reviews, because um, I usually always ask people to go on and give us a rating and a review, because you know that's, that's what they look at is the, are the reviews. Mm -hmm. But um, one thing everybody says is that it's, it feels family-centered. Like I'm real big on catering and uh, uh, kind of, I don't know, kind of kind of getting your, your care plan to what your lifestyle is. Like when I have men that come in, um, sometimes I have to give them the speech of you're going to keep on with these blood pressure pills until your thing don't work. And then they're listening. And it's like, okay, what do I need to do? Because one thing people don't know is that blood pressure pills, um, they do the opposite of what you need to be done when it's time to put on the show. <laughs> Catch my drift. It's, it's not delivering any pressure in the right area. There you go. So blood pressure pills are vasodilators. So it opens up those valves and it opens up those arteries and those veins when you need them to be constricted. This is this is so, me real. This is me reeling. No, <laughs> <laughs> nah, need to hear no, this. But no, that's what I have to say. And then I get the older men who have high cholesterol, and I have to say, well, wait a minute. You're married, right? Yeah. Or do you live with somebody? Yeah. Okay. Where is she? She's in the waiting area. Well, I need to call her. In. She's the one that's doing the cooking. Yeah. So talking to you ain't doing me no good. I need to call yeah. your wife in. Instead of frying the whole pack of bacon, try half this, this month and then give him an extra piece of toast. Then try a third of the pack. You know what I mean? That That's how we getting. I'm not big on just stop that cold turkey. No, we have to cater it. Because I have people that come in and say, yo, this is what I spend on my weed. This is what I spend on my groceries. And this is all I got to spend on medications, whatever you're going to give me. So then I have to do what I consider MacGyver nursing. And I have to call around. And I say, well, you take this pill to this, take this pill to Target, and this one to Kroger because these pills are on the $4 list. So now I'm able to get you at least three of the five at the budget that you're trying to give me. You're saying you got to spend on medication. Yeah. My job is to try to get you healthy, right. no matter what it looks like for you. And you skipped over the alcohol, so they can't take the pills with the alcohol at all. They're alcohol, not supposed to. Yeah, alcohol does a bad thing to you as well, all that sugar. Alcohol is terrible. Well, because alcohol itself is fermented sugar. Right. So you, but like I said, I'm not an advocate on telling you to stop everything. Just do it in moderation. Eight ounces. You know what I mean? If you're gonna be that, you're gonna be that person that's drinking. Just go ahead and go for the shot. Don't go for the mixed drinks. Get the shot and let that be that. Man, I try to tell people that I'm like, man, I don't want all that extra sugar. Just give it to me straight out the bottle into the glass. Like, Listen, mix. when I tell you them lemon drops are taking me down. Taking me down, you hear me? <laughs> taking you down, oh my god! They goodness. were taking me. I was going down in flames. They, they, because you know they <laughs> give them to you. They mix them up. They put the sugar on the rim. They and and they they're my faves. And with all these meetings, you know how we do. We as Americans, everything is let's get together and eat, drink for this meeting, and let's get together and eat, drink to hang out. Let's get together and eat, drink the party. You know how it is. Eat and drink for the pod. I had you drinking a <laughs> drinking a spike for the pod. <laughs> <laughs> And so that's, you know, you have to do it in moderation. And so I, I always, my disclaimer is when I start looking like 
that that lady, that that crackhead lady on the corner with the big belly and the little legs. <laughs> I'm gonna be petite the rest of my life. I done came to that reality. But just don't let don't be letting me look pregnant at 60 because I just done let it go. Don't that's all. I'm challenging y'all with that. Y'all, y'all have now been put into accountability. <laughs> y'all right. be looking a mess. Yeah. <laughs> that mess is like this. <laughs> I told somebody we were, I was at work and uh, a gentleman walked past and his his belly was I mean huge, <laughs> huge. And I, and I wish I whispered to my coworker. I was like, look, motivation. If my if my belly ever gets like that, pull my shirt up and slap the shit out of it <laughs> right on my stomach. And I, and and there, said, you, there you have the clip for the week, folks. And I said, don't don't hesitate. Just pull my shirt up and smack the <laughs> shit out of my stomach. She was cracking up. I'm like, for real. Because that was my motivation. Shit, I, I drank water for lunch that day. Like, That's funny. But, uh, yeah. That is funny. <laughs> that is funny. That's funny. So, once again, you are... The jack of many trades, and so I'm still scrolling through this bio. And I'm sorry. I know I've come upon no, no, that's good. The JK Medi Spa um, and aesthetics. So over the past past year, like I've been like I've gotten into aesthetics. Like somebody asked me, it was like, "Yo, what's your uh, what's your skincare re- regime?" I was like, "Man, I wash my face with some water, and that's it. Like I feel like I got I got good skin." Um, it was like, I want you to try this. And so it was some revision products. It was some ZO products. Yeah. And now, like, my nighttime and, and morning skincare routine is like a 30-minute process. I ain't 100% dedicated to it, but what? seriously, man, like, it's – I probably have even, about, even Jamie was looking like, man, let's do it. No, seriously, <laughs> I, probably, I probably have let's about – this dude's putting mud on his face. <laughs> hey man, that like I I go get the facials. I go get the the microderm stuff. Like it's so once you get that, that's all you need. In between, all you need realize us. So black people, our skin has natural oils in it. So if you have super oily skin and everything, every time you wash your face, you use it. <laughs> so make the cats check their face. Right, that's it, right that now. skin wash with the beads in it to scrape. You're not doing anything but making it worse. So our I don't. Skin, do- yeah, uh-huh. I, I don't only <clears throat> my nighttime regime is like more products in the morning. It's still just just regular, just water. OK, but I do so, have oily skin and I don't like looking like I'm out here running a mile every time you look at me. Like, so I'm always trying to keep keep the, the oil out of my out of my skin. But the problem is that a lot of times the way we think we keeping the oil out by putting all this drying stuff on there is making it worse. Okay. Your skin, our black skin, because of all the melanin in it, and it'll automatically begin to turn oily when it needs to, and it it it, it over oils itself when we dry it out with the external stuff. So mm. if you that person is alcohol in your face every day, oh, and no, no, your skin is gonna, you probably gonna look like you took some Vaseline and did like this. By yeah, the no, it's, it's not it's not alcohol products. It's more like it's it's different moisturizers. Um, it's, just make sure they're oil free and it needs to be remember there's a difference in your skincare regimen for the summer and the spring and then the winter and the fall because mm-hmm. you know in the winter and the fall we 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 some ashy folks <laughs> we, we, we can be some we can be some dry folks i don't care how oily your skin is in the summer in the winter time kind of winters we have here we can all be some pretty dry folks so. jamie have, have you ever heard of caress that's my aesthetics <laughs> is it 
It works wonderful. Your skin is glowing, so it's doing what it needs. It's doing what it needs to be doing. Well, thank you, man. Thank you. Have you. A, you have a brick and mortar spa, or you have, or you just sell the. So product? right now it's mobile. I, I have one room inside the urgent care that I've started devoting to it because I have a um, microderm abrasion machine. My kid. Yeah. It's all have, good. It's all it's good. Let great. him come on. I have a microderm abrasion. Podcast, machine. kiddo. Huh? <laughs> I said, "Welcome to the Hops and Stocks podcast, kiddo." Is she bouncing around and she missing all her fronts too. She pulling up to the thing with all the center misses. So she, yeah. <laughs> but um, I have all these machines that I've done. I got certified in aesthetics um, probably, what are we, was it January? January, February, I flew to Arizona. I took this, um, it was a very intense, it was a four day, 12 hour day course that I learned how to do the medical weight loss, the, um, I did uh, tattoo removal, uh, wow. laser hair removal. We learned dermaplaning, microdermabrasion, like all of it. And so I got certified in that stuff. And that's what started getting me more and more interested in uh, the aesthetics. Because, um, of course, as I'm aging and into my 40s, um, the one thing I've learned from that whole training course was that a lot of the stuff, that, like when we go get the microdermabrasion, it's supposed to stimulate collagen, but the older we get, we don't have the collagen there to stimulate. So we have to we have to start shifting our skincare uh, regimen. So instead of like in your 20s and 30s, you can get that microdermabrasion where it's beaten up and you know what I mean? Laser, not laser, but like that, those diamond crystals are pulling off that layer of skin. But by the time you get to your 40s, it should be dermaplaning because you, what you're doing is your- That's like a little kind of razor-like thing. Uh-huh. It's okay, a blade that they use, is. yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. And what that allow, what that does is that allows your products that you're using to get into your skin. You ever start, you ever been doing your facial um, regimen and before you know it, you like, I feel like my moisturizer ain't working. I feel like this ain't working. That's because that dead skin layer has gotten up back on top of it and it's time to get it dermaplaned off again. Y'all deep. <laughs> hey, I, I normally just do this. Oh, man. man, trust me, I wasn't on it. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But hey, that's good. Hey, hey, that 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 be what uh, been working for decades. So. I get the eye bugs out, the eye boogers out. Yeah. <laughs> that's as good as it get, huh? Hey, right. you take a skin tag off, though? Do you do skin tags? <laughs> <laughs> you like the hundred person who asked you that. Hey, I they, they put. I, just, I don't have, but I've seen the process, man. They got. They just put that liquid nitrogen on there, from what I believe. That knows worse. You can tie them off too. Yeah. But so many people get grossed out about how to get them off, and they're like, "Yeah, never mind. I'll wait." Yeah. <laughs> they get grossed out about. Remind me of that that show, Doctor uh, Pimple Popper, or whatever. Oh, I love that show. No. Love, yeah. No. <laughs> I'm the person eating and watching. Oh, <laughs> uh, what you? Eat? Oh, yeah. I mean, real. <laughs> back um, oh man like I, said, I don't know if anybody had anything but you know yeah you I, I just wanted uh jamie to touch on because she already told us about uh you know the esteemed miss annabelle fields can you talk about the scholarship foundation yes so i started that um the annabelle Fields scholarship foundation and i started in honor of my grandmother um i actually just ended the first uh, essay turn in. It was it ended August 31st. And at the end of this month, I'll be announcing the, the winner of it. Um, I started taking donations from anybody. You can donate on the site. Also, um, I was selling t-shirts with my 
my branding on it and 100% of those proceeds were going to it. Um, and the ideal of the scholarship is to be for the non-traditional student. It's for everybody. But the ideal of it is to be for the non-traditional student, the girl who didn't get to go to college right out. And now I have kids or I have a husband and I'm having to go back to school and uh, I'm having to take care of this or that. Now, I don't have limitations on what to use the scholarship for. It can be for books. It can be for bills. It can be for anything. The goal of it is to be a help to someone, anyone who's entering the healthcare industry. So it doesn't have to be just a nurse. It could be a medical assistant. It could be a certified nurse aide. It could be a radiology tech. It could be a phlebotomist. Anybody in the healthcare industry. Okay. And so um, it's honor right. of my, in honor of my late great grandmother and um, keeping her legacy going. And if you uh, if you look on um, the website, that's her picture. That's her picture. That's up. That's our actual picture of her in the military. Oh, and um, yeah. that was her uh, platoon in that other picture. And so. Um, that that that's what it's in honor of um the the key I'll give y'all the insight on it uh to the scholarship being awarded the scholarship is the fact that you're setting a legacy we like to hear that you're the first doing something in your family. okay hint, hint. you yeah. know what we're going to take this to the h and s board and i believe you have a Contribution coming from Hobson Stocks. I appreciate it. Y'all might appreciate it. Hundred percent of the proceeds going back out. I so be looking out. So next May 2023, I'm doing a a, a big fundraiser. I'm gonna do a real big. Yeah, be looking My out for something. Goal Hobson is Stocks. to be able to to be able to give out five five thousand dollars scholarships. Yeah, I gotta take awesome. it to them because these these cats cheap. You know what I mean? So yeah. they they real cheap. But I'm I'm gonna try to get some money out of them, and we're gonna definitely. <laughs> We all start where we need to start. What you talking about? Yeah. Everything counts. I tell everybody all the time, your $10, you feel like your $10 don't matter. And when we got a hundred people giving $10, baby, we get somewhere. Right. We, we may be able to buy somebody's, uh, not, not their book, maybe their book bag, you know, <laughs> 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 you know we'll give, we'll give them their first six pack. Right, <laughs> six pack of pencils. <laughs> uh, we got athletic wear. It might have <laughs> beer mugs on it. We gonna give you a yeah. t-shirt, a book bag. Praise Man, God! Yeah. Got- hey, you got your first day of school. Gear right <laughs> there, you go. First day of school outfits are important. We all Man, know. Yeah. Y'all know how that is. Yeah, <laughs> the first day of school outfits. That was it. You Man. slept next to it. Had it ironed. The shoes was laced up. Everything was right. Right, crispy. So Jamie, sometimes, um, sometimes you wait for the next day though. You you won't wear it the first day. Sometimes like, well, I'm gonna go regular the first day, then the next day that's when you drop the joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah you got you gotta be strategic, man. Yeah. Go ahead, E. We're wrapping this um, thing up. Yeah, as we begin to wrap up, uh, two things. Um, if you could just give, you know what I'm saying, one nugget, something that you know what I'm saying, you wish somebody had told you in your journey to becoming, you know, the successful entrepreneur that you are. Um, and then shout out your socials. How can people get in contact with you from okay. you know what I'm saying, all the different things that you got going on? Woo. Okay. So the one nugget that I wish somebody would have told me, um, then that I know now is that you are enough. That's my biggest thing. Um, mm-hmm. I have a tattoo on my wrist that says I am enough. A lot of times as little black girls, cause I grew up in a single parent home but I grew up in the single parent home learning to almost be the man of the house so to speak I was the one of my four sisters that worked and I helped pay the bills but um 
by the time I got old enough to get married, I didn't know how to then be a wife or allow him to be a husband because I never saw it. You know what I mean? And then after a while, you know, when you have, I'm not saying y'all know, but with a failed marriage, I then started beating myself up. Like it was just my fault that it failed. Um, When in fact I did all I knew to do, I did all that I could do. And a lot of times uh, that wears on us as women that we aren't enough to keep something together when it's not our complete responsibility to do that. So to know that you are enough and also to, to know to bet on yourself, bet on yourself, bet on yourself. We do a lot of making a lot of people money. If you're that good at it, figure out, figure out time to do for yourself. That's how this started. This urgent care thing started, God, probably it started as a thought probably 15 years ago. And I was just like, I don't know how I'm going to get the money. I don't know where I'm going to get it from. I don't even know how to start. And I started researching stuff a little bit at a time. Like I have, I have papers. I still have the paper that I started brainstorming on. I still have it. I keep it. And I have it actually in my file cabinet and I pull it out and look at it every now and again. It's dated for back like 2005 or something crazy. Uh, because that's, I knew I wanted to do, I knew I wanted to work for me, but I knew I still wanted to work for me in service community, especially people that look like me. So. And as far as my social media handles, so on um, Instagram, I am one, the number one, the word fierce underscore mompreneur. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. So it's one fierce mompreneur is my uh, Instagram. My Facebook is just Jamie Fields. Um, I have a Twitter. I think it's Jamie Fields. I don't know what I've been on there. <laughs> you show uh, Hops and Socks love. We, we see you. Yeah, we appreciate it. I know. I mean, we appreciate that. See, yeah. I get on there. Yeah. And um, I have Instagram uh, for the Urgent Care community, Urgent Care Plus. Okay. It's over on the west side of town. It's 5082 Glen Crossing Way, Cincinnati, Ohio, 45238. Um, come see us. I tell people, come by, drive by the window, blow anything. I'm always doing – I started a campaign when I first opened um, to do blood pressure checks. Um, I My motto is that I never turn anybody away. Uh, so I've had to take a lot of people's care on the chin because I've never wanted anybody to feel like they got subpar health care because they didn't have insurance or they were underinsured. So I see everybody. I don't let anybody leave without being see, seen. But I also do free blood pressure screenings all day, every day. doesn't matter. You can just come in and say, I need my blood pressure checked. And I do you, better take the, you better take that Obamacare, you know what I mean? I, oh, I, take all, I take all insurances, but I take people who don't have it too. Yeah. Now, you ain't going to show up with the gold teeth and the gold chains. I'm talking about I ain't got no insurance and I ain't going to pay for visit. We're not doing that. But right. <laughs> I'm glad y'all know how y'all cousins be. If Man. they got gold teeth, I'm glad they up in the uh, urgent care because it's coming in there. <laughs> they need to be. I'm, I'm, I'm getting all these girls in there, getting these. Never mind. I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> if they got gold teeth, tell them to go to the dentist first, then come see you. Yeah. The <laughs> no, it's it's the it's the pre-op physicals for the BBLs with the care source for me. I'm like, oh wow. What? Yeah. Hey, that's a that's yeah. a whole nother pod. Whole nother pod. Yeah, we're gonna, we yeah. gonna welcome you back and talk about reel it in, reel it in, boys. <laughs> Dig, reel it in. <laughs> yeah, we got Hops and Stocks talks BBLs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nothing <laughs> could go wrong with that. <laughs> nothing could go wrong with that pod. Oh god. <laughs> we want to thank you for uh you know what I'm saying sitting down with us and sharing your experiences as an entrepreneur. Once again, impressive resume. Um Impressive website, uh, Jack of all trades, or do they say Jill of all trades? I don't know. I, I, I want to yeah, be Jill of all trades. Yeah, Jill of all trades. Um, 
Anybody else got anything? If not, no. I appreciate you. I have a little me. Next time you're on, you can tell us about your trip to Greece and all, and all the experience. You are not going to let me live that little Greece. No, I hate mean, all that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, we'll, hey, we'll, we'll hear about that. that. It sounds interesting. Yeah. Oh, it was very interesting. Right, I had a ball, though. I did. I had a ball. Y'all got to go. Put it on the bucket list. Oh, it is. Santorini, for sure. Oh, yeah. We were in Santorini. We were in oh, Athens. We were in Eos. We were in Mykonos. We went everywhere. We were on tour. You know, the Greeks, the Greeks stole from the Africans, so I really can't believe <laughs> like that. But, you know, that's all another topic. You know what's funny? Even though I'm Greek. Even though I'm Greek. <laughs> you know what's funny is that in Santorini is bougie. They were, like, looking at us. We felt like a whole museum exhibit because we were the only brown things walking around. Oh, really? But then you got places like um, Mykonos and Athens where they were queen, 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 queen. Oh, okay. Okay, Mykonos is where I need to go there. Got it. <laughs> Hey, once again, we want to thank y'all for checking out Hops and Socks Podcast. We signing off. Episode 52. We out. All right, Jamie. Appreciate y'all. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you. Thank you for all the knowledge. Appreciate it. podcast is presented by hunter Spoke media group we encourage our listeners to drink responsibly please note we are not financial advisors we do not offer or provide financial advice trademark copyrighted by hunter Spoke media group